Welcome to the end of 2023. And the last day of 2023 will be 123. 123. <laughs> the end of 2023 as we know it. Uh, it's the end of 2023. We'll get into some stories. We'll get into all of the things yeah, that went on uh, in 2023. Um, all the things that we have highlighted, all the things that we have done that have highlighted. And obviously, the good, the bad, the ugly, like the Hasbro fail. <laughs> we're going to get into no, a... no, no. We're not saying that Hasbro didn't fail. They succeeded at making Pathfinder the one we should. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Hasbro! You have succeeded and fucking right off. <laughs> like I think it literally at this point, the only thing you and Hasbro afloat is freaking Magic Gathering and action figures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I, even, I even hear things about that VTT. I, I'm hearing about things about it not being very good. Oh, shit! Like you can't even import pictures or anything like that. Oh, that's, like, well, that's terrible. <laughs> not, you don't you don't D and D with restrictions like that. No, no. Um, but yeah, we're also gonna get through. We have a list here of some stuff. We have our own list. We have another list. But this is more of a kind of a free run podcast this week. We are going to still split it. This is going to be the part we're going to talk about a lot of gaming in the first hour and whatnot, and the history and what happened with gaming, what we do with gaming in the first hour. Um, but it is the end of the year, so it is obviously mostly just talking about what happened. Um, and in the second half, obviously, we're going to get into obviously the strike that affected things, uh, that got things canceled. Some of my favorite shows. I was hoping for a sex season at Candle, but we'll get into that, though. Um, sex season? <laughs> uh, we'll also I'm get... not the only one that heard that, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he, uh, said, he said, I was hoping for a sex season, but it got canceled. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 he wanted a new Harry Potter, the sex season. So. <laughs> Harry oh. Potter, that shit's terrible. Uh, anyway. Uh, we're going to... So, there... <laughs> There's a lot of things that happened this year with gaming. Right off the rails. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be off the rails. There's so many things that happened with gaming. We had, obviously, one of the biggest things, I think, because one of the things I see so many indie developers like Gusco, that is my go-to, is Unity. And Unity burned itself down. That's right. <laughs> um, and, obviously, what I was just talking about with Hasbro, I never think Hasbro would make such big fails and continue to make big fails. We'll get into that in a minute. But, yeah. Um, and obviously we went to real, uh, Retro World Expo this year. We went only mm. one day. Uh, Did we? We had, we had some. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> um, although next year might be a different story. Why is that? Um, because the crash is finally happening. Oh. Oh. What crash? The uh, retro game collecting crash is finally happening. Uh, wow. This year that started happening actually a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um. People that bought like the Mario sixty four, uh, that went for that guy bought it. Was it one point two million or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it was some stupid, or whatever. Um, guess how much it's it, it's up now valued? How much? Around seven thousand dollars. What? <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> no much revenue you just lost. It's like, like they say my copy's worth like one hundred twenty nine bucks, and yeah. I because I have a box. Oh, even though the box looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. But no, but it's 
Yeah, the, like it was never worth one point something. It was never worth that. Of um, not. No. But now that all these companies have been, these grading companies have investigated, along with loads of people literally just selling their entire collections. All yeah, because it's, it's it, like the Mario game. It's not even a rare game. Like if it was a rare game and they had like it sealed, yeah. they only made like 500 copies. Okay. But Mar- <laughs> yeah. the game came with like some of the consoles. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, all these collectors, all the people that bought consoles and a whole bunch of cl- like games during COVID uh, are now just like, why did I buy this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What like, was the oh, point of this? Man. <laughs> Ooh, buyer's remorse. <laughs> and they're all selling their shit off at dirt cheap. Um, no, I'll be happy to see the prices back to they were like when I like the first year we went to Retro World Expo mm-hmm. in what in 2016. I don't think they'll be that low th- next year, but no, they'll be but lower. They'll be closer because I couldn't even I didn't, I didn't even buy a game this year because of how stupid the prices were. Forty dollars for yeah. it's, that's ridiculous. And like in 2016, I was like ah. Two bucks for that game? Ah, fine. Two yeah, bucks for that yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three bucks for that game? Five bucks for that? Ah, fine. I'll buy all those. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and then sometimes you're like, uh, $10? Uh, they have, I don't know. And that <laughs> and the games I'm talking about are games without boxes. Um, This year, like like 15 bucks, 20 bucks at, with no box. I'm like, you got you know. <laughs> I'm not giving you that for a car. Mario All-Stars, $50. For, I'm like, for, I'm not paying retail. I'm not going to give you that for a box that doesn't have a, a, a cart that doesn't have a box or original, like, uh, like instruction manual or anything. No, yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. Um, so, yeah. The, the, the problem is everybody is being pinched by the rat, the terrible inflation. So they think oh, everything's yeah. worth more than it is. Mm-hmm. But it's start, I'm but, not kidding. Dude, it happens even in WoW. When they they launched the season of Discovery three weeks ago now, mm. the prices were fine, <clears throat> right? Everything yeah. was good. They launched this thing. Three weeks later, the Chinese gold farmers have shown up, and shit is being sold for like 400 gold for a piece of armor. Oof. Dude, you could, you could clear almost all the quests at the beginning of the game, and you still won't have 400 gold. Like, if you went through the entirety of WoW, and you're only allowed to go to level twenty, like twenty four, uh, twenty five. I spent three days this weekend farming just to buy one hammer that's worth like five gold, but they're selling it for like fifty. <laughs> because the Chinese gold farmers have inflated the, the market and it's worthless now. Doof, that's rough. Fucking inflation, <laughs> and people, people, you're laughing, but it, it, it it's the same in the economy in here, and it's people overvaluing uh, probably Gen X trash. Over, overvaluing their worth. They're like, I spent an hour and farmed three stacks of iron ore. That shit's worth five gold. Dude, it's worth barely one. Well, I yeah. spent three hours for it. My time is worth that much. No, it's not. You're just a <laughs> stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's no. quicker for me to, to yeah. make alts and farm shit on alts than to make money on my main yeah. I mean, to buy stuff on my main character. That's yeah. how bad it is. Yeah, it really matters. Like, <laughs> what, what is your time value? I mean, kind of thing. And what are you're you contributing? Over, you're, you're like Nate. You're overvaluing your time value, Mister. I should be making thirty dollars an hour. I should be making more than that. Way more than that. But that's another thing. Uh, exactly. That's my point, Bazinga. <laughs> oh man, Nate, you're a hard worker and a smart guy. You don't have a unique skill that puts you over thirty, forty dollars an hour. Um. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um. Yeah. 
at least at this position, at being, least th- this location, being the unpaid tech support. Most yeah. Of the time. Um, <laughs> when when the actual story, when I know because more than the actual tech support that shows up, who is getting paid? Story because you're not supposed to do it. <laughs> yes, you're sorry. doing it of your own free will. You could just walk away. They can't make you do that shit. No. You're you're doing a job you shouldn't be doing. So yeah. they shouldn't be. You shouldn't be demanding extra pay when you're not supposed to be doing it. When, when people ask me for help at work, when it comes to that shit, I just say, no. I'm like, no, I don't get paid for that. Bye. Yeah. yeah but but what we'd get if we said but that. I think, but, <laughs> but it's, well, I think anybody knows their job. Yeah. It's all a game. It, it really is all a game. Um, and when you do things like that, like you're going to build up like credit and like the second you need a favor or something, there's no way they're refusing it. They're going to go mm-hmm. shit. Well, He's, yeah, he's everywhere. That. If he's you everywhere, say no dude. all the time, and then you're like, "Hey, can I please have tomorrow off?" Why would I do that? When, you never help me. Yeah, when when I do actually ask, "Hey, I'm going to come in earlier," and this, they're like, "Oh yeah, sure, whatever, whatever you need." The mm-hmm. problem is, Nate. Maybe you're getting lucky in that regard, but it doesn't always work that way. Not there, there are a for, lot of places where people just mooch off people. No, for like I've been I I've been playing the game. I guess you should say for I've been working <laughs> it's since, long enough. I've been working yeah. since I was 14, yeah. and I've been doing the same thing, and it's always worked. Yeah. It doesn't. That's bullshit. Because I've seen, I know for a fact from jobs I've worked that there are always people that will exploit that bullshit. We got a lady where we work who's not a manager who constantly uses the the people who like the nice people to do her job for her. She never gets in trouble, and they they never say no, and she never does anything for anybody. <laughs> There's just there are people that do that. You're right. There are people that will scratch each other's back, but it's like a fifty fifty thing. There are people that won't do it and will always exploit you. Well, yeah, but yeah, but no, I don't. I've never, yeah. So, like I said, you remember? Maybe you've never had that problem because people get along with you pretty easily. But like, I help out a ton, and I, I can tell you right now, there are certain people I refuse to help, <laughs> and it's strictly because they have never tried. They've never paid it back, not even once. Hmm. It's true, but anyway. But so, okay, so let's go around the table here. What is one takeaway from gaming everybody took from 2023? You're going to fucking That Microsoft me. is the best. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're really going to hate me. Okay. But my, my takeaway is that Microsoft fanboys are the biggest piece of the shit in gaming. But that's what stood out to you the whole year? Oh, out of anything yes, else, because, out of every because, other year that you said this. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, out of anything <laughs> else, like out of, most, yeah, it, it has stood out the most this year out of other years because as it gets progressively worse for their market position, the fans get more and more worried that their console is going to disappear, so they're becoming more asshole-like. A perfect example is the leaks that just got the the hack that just happened. Um, mm. There was a company that tried to ransomware Sony, and they they hacked like Insomniac, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I and the Insomniac CEO is like, "This is going to cost us billions. People, uh, millions. People are going to lose their job." And the response for the Xbox community was, "Ha ha!" And ha! I hope they all get fired. Their games are shit. It's going to be great when when Sony loses money to in, like it was all just this absolute fucking vile and hate towards these developers that are going to lose their job because of these assholes stealing their information. And I've seen violent hate on both sides. There are fucking assholes on, on PlayStation side, but mm. it's like a quarter of a percent. But the it, you can go on YouTube, you go on Twitch and you, Twitter, and you will see that the influencers on the Sony side are just gamers and they don't run their mouth 24-7. 
And the influencers on the Xbox side are all these vile, hateful assholes and all their followers follow it. Mm. So, the, you know, they th- they tell someone they should go kill themselves so they won't have to lose their job <clears throat> and insomniac and shit like that. Like, it's just they're the most disgusting fan base. And it's because the people that work for Microsoft bred it, you know, like Aaron Greenberg. It's, it's... And on- yeah, it's funny. Did you ever have you ever because we watched yesterday because you just described the character of Ryan Reynolds in uh, the movie Spirited that he did last year? No. Oh, it's his Why take. It's, it's his take on Scrooge. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I, I, um, but that's that that's Ryan Reynolds character because he's he is the Scrooge in this movie. And that's his character. He's a current like PR person that what he does to get other companies successful, he makes people hate a different company and he makes up stories and posts yeah. them on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, you go, if you take the time to look, you'll, and I know Bazinga's rolling his eyes because he knows I hate Microsoft, but if you take the time to look, you'll see people like Shuhei Yoshida and all of his stuff is like, enjoy gaming. This is that. Have a good night. Check out this new game. Please buy it. And then you go and look during like the 2015 to like two years ago when mm-hmm. Microsoft told their people to stop. And all you see is like Aaron Greenberg. And uh, Jizz Gordon or Jazz Gordon doesn't work anymore. And all it is is what? like, don't forget to own yourself some PlayStation fans and their pathetic system today. Like they're creating zealots and they work for the company and they're acting like children. Mm. And it makes their fan base act like children. Mm. And that's why you have such a vile subset of. And I'm I'm not even killing kidding, dude. It's it's fucking stop. <laughs> Those what was. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, that that and, put and your new Christmas takeaway, present away. As oh my god! I would say shut up, man. I'm going to do, do a real one now. I would say you didn't hear what I said, the, did you? I heard something about Christmas present. I said I put your new Christmas present away. I asked to not get a present this year because I'm talking about be the vacuum money. cleaner. It's for the car, dude. Well, anyway. <laughs> okay, anyway, way over your head. The other, one, the other one would be the the unmitigated greed from some of the big third-party developers oh, that yeah. is starting to ruin gaming across mm. the board. That That's another thing I'm really getting kind of tired of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my biggest gripe on that subject is Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 3. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You could substitute that name for every game. Well, no, <laughs> okay. Uh, aside from that, literally could have just been an update. Um, every Call of Duty game. <laughs> um, no, and then on top of that, like, so you go into Call of Duty. So I, I haven't played Call of Duty. I thought like I'd play a few rounds like the other day, right? You load up Call of Duty because now it's just Call of Duty. Yeah. In, okay. So it automatically just loads Call of Duty 3, even though you don't own it. All right. And then it's all grayed out. And then you have to scroll all the way to the bottom and then select Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh, okay. Because and then it and then it comes out of the game and reloads it. And it doesn't allow you to select from the Blizzard uh launcher just Call of Duty 2. Because you have, the, you the, have to go into Call of yeah, Duty 3 yeah. to get into the Call of Duty 2. Get, I was yeah, like, this the, is retarded. You think you have to buy it. That's like, this, the trick. This is, this is really stupid. Mm-hmm. I was like, before I wasn't going to buy the game. Now I am determined. I'm not buying in the game if it's 10 bucks. You're not getting my money. Yeah. They, they <laughs> want people to fall for the idea. Like, oh, I can't play? Shit, I guess I have to buy it. That's, yeah. that's my point of that. Oh, it's the man. only reason why they would put it in that position. 
Yeah, I was that like, was this is retarded. <laughs> oh. Disgusting. Don't, don't use that word. We get we get flagged for that word. What? That's hate speech. Disgusting. The word Disgusting. you just no, the R word. Oh, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. No, 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 I, no, no. I said it wasn't Nate. Nate said it. I twice. think I said it. <laughs> Nate's a bigot. <laughs> anyway, no, no, no. You're right. That was my mistake. <laughs> no, it, it, it's that is a disgusting thing, and I'm I'm kind of just done. I'm kind of done with AAA gaming, dude. Like certain games, man. Baldur's Gate killed it. So yeah, and that's what we're gonna. That was one of the biggest things I think. I knew Baldur's Gate would do well, but it like completely blew the market apart. We still need to play that shit, dude. Like it blew the Zynga copy. Like I've never seen something so satisfying as to watching AAA developers whine that you can't expect this kind of quality from us. Yeah. (laughs) Like that is sad. It's like you have a studio with over a hundred people. They have ten people, guy. And real quick, for people who like Boulder's Gate, I would suggest a couple of games for you. I would suggest you take a look at Owl Cat Studios, all right? They have a um, Pathfinder um, Kingmaker, Pathfinder Wrath, Wrath of the Righteous. It is essentially a Boulder's Gate-style game, but it's set on the world the world of Pathfinder Yeah, in six-member parties. And then the third one actually just came out, which is called Rogue Trader, which is set on Warhammer 40K, and it's the same, same thing. Ooh, that Turn-based game. strategy game. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to pick this up soon. Hmm. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's... if you guys, if anybody's out there who's listening, if you liked Boulder's Gate, I would suggest checking these games out. Yeah. Pathfinder's a very rich, deep, and world, beautiful world. Not forgiving, though, so you're going to need to take your time on that. <laughs> yeah, no, not forgiving, <laughs> but yeah. I haven't even beaten Wrath of the Righteous yet. I put that thing on normal played like 90 hours in and started getting steamrolled and i'm like i guess i have to start over or grind for like three days <laughs> Jeez. that game is not easy um yeah that was so like yeah, i love yeah i think anybody like <clears throat> even like after like like starfield came out okay but starfield is kind it- of piddled out now like for the most part mm-hmm. like the people i knew that were playing were really hyped about it for like the first like maybe month and now most of them have either like went back to Diablo Four or Baldur's Gate. And, and you know what? Then I'm going back to D- Diablo Four. The the player base in Diablo Four is running away too because it's not very good. Like when you get to the end game, you start to realize that Diablo Four is terrible. No, it's it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. It's just uh, it's I don't know. It's it, it's the same. It's the same problem Blizzard has with all its games, and that is. They dumbed it down so much yeah. that you get bored quickly because there's nothing creative. Like there's only one good spec for each character. It's just, I don't know, dude. All I know is Path of Path of Exile Two is going to be free, and that looks phenomenal. So I'll check that out, and maybe someday I'll get my Diablo itch scratched again. But mm. I burnt out on Diablo Four pretty rapidly. Mm. It was it, yeah. it just felt the same. Every dungeon felt the same. Like Aspazinga, I'm not I'm not sure what his opinion was, but we played some dungeons and the end boss in every dungeon was just swarms of creatures chasing us and us running in circles and then hitting the boss every now and then. Yeah. Well 
and that's not that's kind of like what world of warcraft well no but like no but it gets it gets no world of warcraft has so much mechanics you have to watch out for though and in that the only thing you had to do was dodge the one move the boss did and run away from the bad guy the big mobs that chased you around for five minutes no i i really did enjoy diablo 4 for like a good solid like month i went through everything level like i mean i really enjoy it went through the expansion they did all that stuff it was a lot of fun but um you know what I mean? And then after that, it just, it, I don't know, it, it burned itself out a little bit. So I don't know. I'm not sure what it was missing exactly, but, um, maybe it's just a lack of turn base, dude, because I'm starting to really enjoy like strategy games more nowadays, having to think about what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's really what it is. The repetitiveness kind of gets like, it wears down at you. It's like, eh, um, I don't know. Let me leave the table and go puke. I'll be right back. <laughs> I hate turn-based. No, turn-based is great. Make, oh, it's make so boring. Love, we're going to make you love Boulder's Gate, man. I might like that, but like, I just hate waiting. I Just like, like when we play D&D, I'm like... Ah! Well, the problem, the problem <laughs> with you guys in the D&D thing is that there's a lot of... I, I don't know how to get the point across with you guys <laughs> that you just need to talk to each other and communicate and you can hmm. you can keep the entertainment going constantly but people always forget to talk to each other and communicate and like yeah but they they uh, some of them really enjoy the rp part of it and i'm yeah. just like that's what i mean if you if you reject yourself in the rp you will have more fun yeah the the and it's not just you like i'm just saying like for example i'll introduce a character and nobody ask him any questions about the character so i can't build any lore they they go Oh well, what are we supposed to look for? What, what do you why think? don't you ask me why he has one leg well, and he's hopping hey, on a stick? I brought, I did a whole new leg of our campaign by like completely taking your characters off the yes, rails. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what needs to happen more. That's how you get stuff going. Uh-huh. Like I wanted, to, like I'll give you an example. When you, um, when you guys were in inside that dungeon talking mm. to the, the kings and had yeah. the moral questions, I was sitting there with a backup list. For people to ask questions of the king, nobody asked any of them anything. Oh. And I'm not saying it's your fault, but it's like it's a mindset where people don't realize you don't have to do exactly what I say. You can ask and do take on anything any way you please. Mm. So instead of coming into the spot thinking like a video game, like I think everybody has a video game mindset that plays D&D with us. Yeah. So they come in and I go, I go, okay, um... You walk into a bar and you see three people in the back giving you like a death stare. There's a bartender pouring out some drinks, music's playing, some people are dancing. And you guys sit there and it's almost like you're waiting for me to go, here's your quest. This is what you're supposed to do in the bar. (laughs) When I'm sitting there going, do something in the bar, I'll fucking react. (laughs) And I have one. My character starts picking his nose. (laughs) That's fine, dude. Because then I'm gonna then I'm gonna go, you dig real deep in there, give me a roll. Uh, you cut yourself <laughs> and start bleeding. Like that's what oh I'm saying. God. People have to understand that all oh. I'm doing is setting a scene and then letting you do whatever you want. And yeah. we're getting better at it, and it's going better. The cyberpunk one, I don't even set scenes really anymore before people start going. It's working. Mm. I'm just saying that's how D and D works. The the DM just sets a scene and gives you hints and lets you do everything yeah, well yeah no and that's the exact same thing like that's why i like watching critical role that's why i've watched the other ones and like that's why i point out i know you like the captain robert and that's cool but i watch a lot of the other ones because there's no map it's just literally just watching the actors just have fun bantering with each other yeah and that's what i enjoy 
Well, if you, you got to sit down and actually watch uh, Captain Robert because the banter doesn't stop because they have maps. Like, their banter is fucking in, insane. Mm. They just have maps while they're doing it. But yeah. they have the, the, the banter is crazy with those guys. No, but I mean, like, a lot of the other ones will zoom in, will cut right to their face and stuff all the time, where Captain Robert doesn't so much do that. Yeah, well, he's got all the cameras close up. But I don't want to argue merit. I'm just saying, like I said, at the end of the day, D&D &D, D &D is you get what you put in. Yeah. So, for example, JD has fun playing, but JD doesn't talk very much. He would probably have way more fun if he injected himself in the conversations more. Mm. But he still has fun. It's just about, like, to this day, no one's given me any background on their, on their, their characters or even, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost as if you guys are waiting for me to do something. But, like... I've given Mitch a ton of background one. on my character. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, you <laughs> and Mitch, but Mitch is the only one that, like, every now and then will drop some dark thing about his character. <laughs> and that that small thing turns into a whole thing for me. Like, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Well, there's going to be some dark shit about his character. It, Like I said, it's just conversations and... Some people are not comfortable with conversations. That's all. Anyway, and I don't have anything against it because I have a blast playing, and I'm mm. itching two weeks out before we can play again, and I'm already annoyed by it. So anyway, what was Bazinga's takeaway? I have no 2023. idea. 2023. What were you? For gaming. What was yours? What was that mine? Boring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I would say my biggest highlight of this year, probably because just I'm such a Zelda fanatic, like, um, is Tears of the Kingdom. Like, that was probably the happiest moment gaming this entire year for me. I still haven't played it. Fucking love that game. <laughs> like, it is incredible. It was it was Breath of the Wild with, like, a shit ton more shit. Like, like 12 more they games. Have, they have real dungeons in it, dude? Are there real dungeons in it this time? Um, they're better dungeons than they were um, <clears throat> in uh, Breath of the Wild. But uh, not real ones yet. Um... They're real dungeons. Like, they play out like classic dungeons. There's just not a whole lot of them. Well, that's, that's a bummer. Um, <clears throat> But, yeah. But there's so I, I really much... There is so much shit to do in that game, though. Holy crap, there's so much shit to do in that game. Um, Like, I, I was like, holy... It just... It was so much shit. Uh, and I'm probably going to play through it again. Like, I played through... I played through... I think I played through Breath of the Wild, like, four times, I think. Something like that. Um, but yeah, no. And I guarantee next year, like the biggest highlight will be for me, will probably be the Elden Ring expansion. I don't know, dude. The Final Fantasy, um, Rebirth 2 is coming up next year too. That That's true. That's true. That's true. So that's going to be rough. To that, be that is You're true. right. Cause I'm going to play Elden Ring for sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's going to be a, a close thing there. Mine was the, the canceling of E3. <laughs> that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, that was big. He's kind of right in a way, dude, because... <clears throat> maybe not for you, Nate, but like that was a thing for me every damn year. Mm. Like every year, that was a thing. I got excited to watch it. I requested time off of work every year. No, we, no. we did a couple live streams on it. We did. Yeah, I, I, every year I would sit back to watch the the, the press conferences. I I loved it, and now all but, of a sudden, yes. And but the thing is, though, like it just wasn't. It's just not. It hasn't been there for years. Yeah, but obviously, but. I guess it was more like you're in denial for a few years. Yeah, I think they just I think they just waited too long to make it open to the public. Cuz they, they they it started going meh 
and then they open to the public. I think if they opened to the public from the beginning or whatever, it would have still been around like PAXs. I don't know because the problem wasn't really but that. It, it was doesn't... the fact that like developers didn't want to spend money going. That was the issue. Well, it's just because we have internet now. Because before they didn't have yeah. internet like we did not do today. But, like, okay, this is the question: What is PAX doing, <clears throat> um, different than E3? Because there's a lot of things. Well, for one, it's, they don't have conferences at PAX. That, yes, they do. With, they do not. No, they have uh, like panels and shit. But they don't have these big conferences where you sit down and they they spend like two hours showing you off the new stuff coming out. Well, so the mentality of the fan base was. Yeah, we can go take a look at these demos, but majority of the fan base was like, "Wow, we get to sit back and see all the new games coming this year." In in like, so it makes sense that E three would die because once you stop having those conferences, no one's watching for anything else. Like people don't watch packs online that much. They find they watch coverage, but you don't see someone watch a stream for packs. They did for Borderlands. What? What? Yes, did we Border, go to one Bo- where we Borderlands were Three was announced at PAX at PAX East. We were at. We were trying to get to it. We, we couldn't. Get we to couldn't it. get into the room because it was already full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but they didn't have a giant presser where, and stream it live on TV. Yes, they, yes, did. they did. That's there how was, we watched it. We yeah. were sitting down in. The, we were really outside the auditorium. <laughs> they were hosting it at, watching it in the live stream. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know, dude. Was there something was... that we went to at PAX where we were sitting down? Was it the Seth MacFarlane game? The, um, oh no, yeah, the um, not the Seth MacFarlane game. The um, the guy who uh made uh the Rick and Morty guy. We watched. Oh the, yeah, we, yeah, Rick and Morty. Yeah, that's we yeah, watched yeah, yeah, the yeah. premiere of his game. He was yeah. and he was streaming that live, announcing it to the world, and we were in the audience. Yeah, that's right. That's all, what it was. Look, yeah. All I know is that the <laughs> yeah, mentality of people who went who go to PAX is completely different. They go to PAX to see to it's like a hangout, you know, check out all the stuff, meet the devs, and all that. E3 was, we're going to go check out the... the well, um, E3 was professional. Demos. Yeah, we're going to see the demos for these new games, and we're going to watch these uh, conferences. And again, when you take the conference out, no one's going to bother anymore. Yeah, well, I personally think, like I said this before on the other when we were talking about E3, I personally think E3 died because no video game companies are pushing out innovations like they used to. Like Nintendo isn't making like 20 different gadgets that might actually come out at some point, but probably not. But they're <laughs> going to have many three for you to test. They're probably never going to hit the freaking real like world, but hey, you can see them. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody's doing that. And so much of that stuff now is being kickstarted and all that crap. That too. Crowdfunded. Yeah. When it was like, holy crap, Nintendo made this crazy new gadget. We'll never see it, but like, here it is. What, what's the last thing they came out with? The cardboard shit. Yeah. So, um, but like companies ain't doing that anymore. They ain't they ain't risking that kind of money anymore. They're not making huge huge advances where they have to go to that many conferences because CES is coming what a few weeks, yeah, so, or something like that. One of those big conventions, yeah, which I would love to go to. That'd be freaking awesome because yeah, they do comp- a lot of camera yeah. stuff there. Oh yeah, they have all kinds of shit. And, like, that's what I mean. All those companies have a whole bunch of innovative hardware that everybody's going to see. A lot of it will never become a consumer product, but it gives way to what could be a consumer product. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a big reason why E3 is dead. Um, because they're not doing that. Um, and, like, I remember, like, ages ago, you would see E3 get covered here and there on TV, 
but like when I was a teenager, I'd grab the magazine like, oh, what they announced at E3, and like I remember just like reading like the article about the 64 DD. I was like, holy crap, the 64 is gonna get a disc drive, yeah, because yeah, it was yeah. shown at E3, and I was like, oh my, like yeah. Well, that's the, the biggest the 64 thing. 64 DD stood for dead device. <laughs> never made it out. Yeah, yeah. The, the internet has uh, kind of ruined a lot of things in that in that way. Yeah, everybody learns it online, and they want to go anywhere, you know. <laughs> Well, it's yeah. like buying stuff online. You don't want to go shopping anymore. Well, yeah. I miss going to malls and shit. <laughs> that was you get to go out, you know, instead of changing the channel. Changing the channel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but the, like they don't like. I think that's part of the reason why they did because the newer generation doesn't really do that. Of course, exactly. They would if it wasn't at their fingertips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but they have no reason to, and they were growing up on that. Yeah, there's no yeah, reason yeah. to. Like, we were playing a game last night for Christmas. It's yeah. called uh, Any Generation. It's, it's basically a, a trivia game where you choose what generation you want to answer questions from. Yeah. You can go to Boomers to Gen Z. Okay. And some of the questions are like, I don't know what they are. <laughs> it's all that crap, but it's like, it's all stuff they know, like my, my little sister. Yeah. And she's like, oh, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, who in the hell is Little Jazzy? You know, something, something like that, you know? <laughs> Because uh, it's just, this is stuff I wouldn't know because I don't pay attention to that crap. Yeah. Yeah. But I did get a, a, a Lego Atari, which is but, but, interesting. Yeah, but did they ask the Gajetic question, what is one band that wrote a hit single because he almost died of a drug overdose and he remembered it the next day? Uh, no. You don't know the song I'm talking about? No idea. Uh, how, how about a better question? What's the band that wasn't very good but made one song about drowning at a pool and then the lead singer drowned in a pool <laughs> oh of his God. own bar? No, this song. I was talking about what, Motley Crue. Uh, no, Motley Crue uh, can't stop my heart. Oh, uh, who who drowned in a pool? The, the guy from Drowning Pool. Drowned oh, dr- pool. really? Did he? He no, he drowned yeah. in his own vomit. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he drowned. He 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 threw. He he got drunk, passed out, drowned in the pool of his own vomit. Gross. Yeah. It's oh, fucking that, hilarious. That body hit the floor. Oof. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And they made like a few other albums after that without him, and I was like, they weren't good. They just weren't good. But, it was like yeah. a guy from Soil or something singing. Yeah. Some other singer. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not good. Uh, anyway, so that was your takeaway. Yeah, E3. Yeah, yeah E3. No gaming. That, well, like I said, I don't really game that uh, much. I'm just because <laughs> because. Nobody wants to play games anymore, so <laughs> well, uh, I just don't want to play those types of games anymore. Wow. I play this kind of game. This is my problem. I play D and D twice a week with you, but you don't want to play any games that I want to play. I don't like I don't like shooters, dude. If you don't like playing D and D, I'm not forcing you to play. I know, but I'm doing it because I respect you. Apparently you don't respect me. No. No, no like you're I... not gonna guilt me like that. It's not <laughs> I didn't ask you to play for respect. I asked you to play because I thought you'd have fun. If you're not having fun, you don't have to play. No, I'm not trying to just... force you to play. I'm saying I don't like any of the current shooters that are out, and I can't bring myself to play them because of it. I never said it had to be a shooter, but well, I, we I, don't have anything else. If you have other games, what do you got? I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I, I just say let's play something. Let's play something, and I don't, I don't get nothing. The, <laughs> like hello, the Bolden Gate. Well, let's have to Bolden now. Bolden Gate. I don't know what game that is. <laughs> we'll eventually have to get into. Um, no, but then we also had, I would say, 
I enjoyed the Mario movie way, way more than I thought I would. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Mario movie. That was an incredible, like, actual movie, like, video game movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of wish it was live action, though. I don't know. It wouldn't be as good, but because, you know, they're making the Zelda movie now. That's going to be live action. Okay, which is funny because so. No, that should not be live action. No, it should be live action. Like, I remember so. Okay, after the Mario movie, right, there was already a leak that the same studio that did the animation for the Mario movie was going to be doing a Zelda movie, okay? Yeah. That was leaked. And then, like, what was it? Like, we covered it, like, what, two, a month ago now? Miyamoto came out and go, no, the Zelda movie is a live-action movie. And I was like, yes! Because I said that's the first thing I said. I said, no, Zelda needs no. to be a gritty live-action movie. No. No. And- it, no. This is a bad <laughs> choice. It's going to look stupid. What, if, what they should have done is they should have went to one of these good anime studios like the people behind uh demon summoner i mean demon slayer <laughs> vinland saga yeah. one mm. of the attack on titan and had them draw a really well-drawn anime that, yeah, that would, would be suck too. no the, an anime would have been good but i wouldn't want it being done by an american studio uh it would have been would, if it was done by a jap all exclusive japanese studio i wouldn't mind it but i wouldn't want to watch an anime at all um, Live action is going to be stupid. I don't, I, 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 I don't mind cartoon but, or, or th- yeah. no, CGI. But. They're, they're going to mess it up so bad as a live action. Mark my words. Well, Mark every character is going to be played by Tom Holland. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, whenever they say, oh, if they made this game, Tom Holland. I'm like, come on. No, they're going to they're gonna miscast the hell. Yeah. I can tell you right now, they're going to miscast the hell out of that movie. Well, Whoopi Goldberg is going to be Zelda. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, like, well, I'm no. not stepping into that arena, but they're going to miscast the hell out of it. Well, I can tell you. Person. Yeah, but I can tell you, Miyamoto is one of the executive producers. He's one calling the shots. I don't care. They shouldn't be doing live action. They People need to understand now. Live action doesn't work. It very rarely works. You can, you can put Zelda into a very well hand-drawn anime that has hour-long episodes and throw that shit up on it. On a streaming service, and it will make gangbusters. Oh yeah, it will. But I would love to see a real gritty dark, uh, Zelda world, like to re- brought to real life. You could have done it with an anime, dude. Do you not? I mean, I hate to break it to you, but if you watch Vinland Saga, every bit of that shit's fucking gritty. No, I know, but like even that, I would like for them to eventually, like they did with Rioni Henshin, turn that into a live action. That'd be and- no. It doesn't need to be. <laughs> they oh. already hit the, the the everything they need to hit with that shit, dude. Yeah. There's literally no reason for that. I don't know. Yeah, and they did what you that they did that in this the movie that came out last week. It was awful. The movie last week. Oh, <laughs> it was good. I like that. One. I like it. Um. So what do you call it? Um. What's his face? We'll get into the second half. But yeah, yeah, yeah. um, theory did a whole watch party. Oh, did he? Star was there. Yeah, he enjoyed it. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, and then obviously, yeah, <laughs> with gaming in general, though, we had our TikTok blow up this year. Yep. Well, it's not really, it's gaming, but well, except for we're at 403,000 views on a stupid <laughs> MetaQuest helmet. <laughs> Jesus, you yeah. need to make another VR freaking video. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. Like. Yeah, and, and people are still asking questions about it. I'm like, dude, they don't even sell it anymore. This is a year old. <laughs> <laughs> the um, yeah, and like that's the two things. Like our TikTok, we need more, probably more VR ish stuff. 
um, and, but, and, and then YouTube, we need bites. more YouTube. We need more controllers uh, mm -hmm. builds because those have like all the views controllers. Um, because this year we also hit a thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So, and our first, besides the stupid <laughs> broken Wi-Fi repeater, yep. our first super successful review with the keyword uh, review, uh, which took off. But and then we did the Nintendo one too. Yes, we did a short for the Nintendo one, and a review on it. Yeah, and so, that one did decent. Yeah, it did decent. Yeah, but like those were like the first real reviews that actually blew up. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously we still we did cover Ritual Expo this year. We had a lot of fun. We did a video. We did uh, Brian Blackmore in our video. Oh yeah, which was kind of cool. Um, that that view, that video kind of did better than the others in the past. No. No? No. <laughs> it had more views, though, didn't it? No. No? No. Huh. I thought it did. No. Uh, it, did, it did about the same as most of them and not as good as other ones. And the other ones that got good are terrible videos. No, no, no. They're good videos. <laughs> no, it's there just... were some that were bad. I'm like, what? How did this get more views than that? <laughs> Maybe, like, the first year. But, like, it, like if you, like, I don't know. It's... Got to hire a Chinese farmer to get those views, dude. Oh what a chinese farmer dude you jesus this is the problem this is the problem you guys don't stay up to topic on any current thing like literally a week ago there was some shit coming about a couple of big time people with a ton of views on like tiktok and youtube and they they were paying uh bots in china that were running like a hundred copy like versions of youtube and accounts to stream up their numbers, to, to pump their numbers. Yeah, no, I did see so someone that... Like they had like 10 million viewers, but in reality, they had like a 1,000. No, no, I did see an article on that, and then somebody was showing like all the views, and then like two likes. That, that, that was the joke. <laughs> I said it we was had like, to hire a Chinese farmer to pump our numbers. Yeah, but that doesn't... You actually for... Yeah, but that's fine. It might bump you for like literally a day, and then you're going to be... It was a joke. I didn't mean we should actually do it. No, no, no. You're, 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 the joke. They'll get bumped up for a day, and then all those... those the, the algorithm will get rid of them all. Yeah, they'll just bury you. Because they, they, they I know! That's... Oh, my God. It was a joke. Why are you... <laughs> You're not supposed to crack the joke open. You're not supposed to analyze the <laughs> No! Joke. No, that's what we do here at Tech Prime. <laughs> we have advanced technology to analyze a joke because we're jackasses. Yeah. No, like that convention is like average. And it's... Really I'm analyzing. Yeah. <laughs> it comes down to like with YouTube, everybody knows, like once you're in a niche, you're not getting out of that niche. Mm. You're really not. If we started our channel off as, hey, we cover conventions then those episodes would have been great. I don't think there's any game uh, or any channels that say we cover conventions. No, but if we were like a travel vlog or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But we're not. That's <laughs> why we don't travel. When we go to these... Can we just look at pictures of places we want to go and go, <laughs> wow, I bet that's nice. That's what we, why when we go to the conventions now, we come up with a topic for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched one guy. I don't know how I got into the habit of watching this one guy. He just literally drives from state to state and just tells you the facts about the area. And he has like 2 million subscribers. <laughs> All he does is just drive. Like I want it. In New York, they have this freaking gaming museum. Yeah, the, the museum. Yeah. Oh, that looks really cool. <laughs> And there's like that really tiny little like retro like retro computer museum in like Narragansett or something. Yeah, in yeah, our town, yeah, but yeah, something like that. Computer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 
I don't know. That, yeah, that could be interesting. Um, and, and then two people I never thought I would see make a video together made a video together. Who? The Game Chasers and, 8-bit guy, and the 8-Bit Guy. I don't know who the 8-Bit Guy is. You have no idea who the 8-Bit Guy is? No. Uh, I, I probably didn't look him up. I don't think Nate even knows who he is since he keeps referring him to as 8-Bit Guy instead of his name. His name's David, by the way. <laughs> but his, 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 his YouTube channel is the 8-Bit Guy. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I watch him all the time because he does like repairs on like retro computers and stuff. Um, I've been watching him for like ever, but I never thought those two would ever do a video. They like, yeah, I mean, no, never seen him before. But he is here in the picture with Pat. It's and, hard to see him, dude. He's pixelated because he's eight bit. Pat and Norm. Pat and Norm, yeah. Uh, but mm. no, it was funny. I did like the fact that uh, uh, Billy did make fun of himself because he got to eight bit eight bit guy's house right. And they were like, oh, let's go for lunch first before we uh, fix your, like, uh, look at the computer you have uh, and see what's wrong with it. Uh, and Billy's like, I, I felt like a dumb chimpanzee. I couldn't get in his car. Because <laughs> Teslas don't have door handles. Oh. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, if he didn't go back outside in a minute, I might have started banging on the window or something, trying to open the door. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I never thought those two would do a video. Ago. That, that was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, there's, I don't know. But the thing for gaming for me, like I've, I don't, didn't like Hasbro already. Okay. I didn't like Hasbro. Um, and then what they did to the D&D community was like, wow. Like, let's just kick it up a notch to like evil villain level. <laughs> like the why sad part is, the sad part is they already had like plenty of ways to make a ton of money but they had to find greedy ways to do it oh yeah 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 like like this is like but it was like it was comical villainy though that's how bad it was yeah. um and then like what? they were sitting on a pot of gold with critical role and they had a great deal running with them and instead they're like we're gonna try and rip everybody off with this mm-hmm. new system and now critical roles moving away from using D&D. Oh, are they? Well, they, they, I'm ex- let's put it this way. They're, they're probably going to finish this campaign, mm-hmm. but they have they have their own systems they're working on. Matt's working on a system called Daggerheart, Ooh. I think it's called. And they announced all this stuff after that. And they, they put money behind it. Can, can Stella Elabra? Some other another one. Yeah. So they, Derek and Press is basically building their own brand yeah. for gaming, and I can see Matt moving out of D and D once they get done with third campaign. I really f- IMAX. Oh, I hope so. The only problem I have with it is that I I see Daggerheart and I go, oh, it's dumbed down even more, and I don't want dumbed down, so I'm probably never going to use it. Mm. Yeah, but I don't give a shit as long as he like moves away and stops like pushing money towards Hasbro. Yeah, I certainly don't mind watching watching whatever campaign they do with it. Yeah, and I may try it out. I'm just saying, like, there's a reason why I play Pathfinder now. I like the complexity. Yeah, the complexity the, is way better than the D&D. They allow me to do. Yeah, the amount of effects I can do and all that is. Just... Yeah, the the combat system is like way better than D and D. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I Except would love for the thing of missing every shot he takes. Oh, well, <laughs> that's on the um... on both campaigns with two separate characters with different chances to hit. Oh my god, 
And one of them has the best chance to hit in both campaigns. Talking about your character. My character? Yep. And I yeah, was rolled Malcolm. terribly. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. But Malcolm has like a plus 10 on his rifle, and Nate's the only one with a higher one with a plus 11. And you still miss constantly. <laughs> Why are we talking about... That's new topic. <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about that, and then I just pointed out oh, that not, you are about... cursed for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking about the scumming villainy of Hasbro. Yeah. Oh yes, that's it. And, we're, and he yeah, was saying, I was just saying you were cursed, dude. I don't know how, but you are. Well, no, yep. he's saying that uh, Matt Mercer hopefully is going to, and Critical will be moving away from D anD D. That'll be great if they do that. I will praise them. <laughs> the only concern with that is. D&D might have rights in a way to some of the their TV show stuff because it's a it's filled with D&D and they've they've signed like a deal to do like the Mighty 9. Oh yeah. Well, they're yeah. doing the Mighty 9 now. They're coming up. That's a new series coming. Yeah. And I would expect they're probably going to sign a deal for Bell's Hells too. Yeah. Because of how popular it is, so they might have an issue with that. Uh, hmm. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know all the details. So another thing that's coming soon, Game Smash. We've been yeah. saying this for a, a year now. <laughs> yeah, you yes. guys said we were going to do by the end of the year, then but, no one messaged but me. But we actually... It's not that is work. Yeah, but we actually shot a pilot, yeah. though, so... Yeah, a pilot, yeah. So, <laughs> okay, we shot a pilot. That's funny. When did you shoot a pilot? The, the test thing we showed you. Oh, okay. We actually did shoot. Like, we, we have our plan out. We actually have everything set and going yeah. to go. Um, that all is mapped out. It's ready to be shot. Yeah, we just gotta do it. Yeah, we have everything and we need to be doing for it. The holiday season took over. <laughs> it does every year, though. If you look at yeah. our channel and our social media throughout the years, um, it always has a lull starting November and doesn't come back till like January. Mm. Um, every year. Um, it's yeah, and we have an ambitious year ahead of us. Of things we want to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, oh my God. There is a lot of things that are going to be popping off this year. Yeah. Um, most of those. I'm throwing were... all of my weight behind this, 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 uh, Baldur's Gate thing. We need to do this, and I will, I will riot if we don't. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that sucks is like the street, like, it was like when I would work a set schedule, we all worked a set schedule. Yeah. Um, we would usually meet like three times a week for streaming, like in the evening because we could. Yeah. Like now that's like <laughs> the way scheduling is like impossible. I hate it. Like that's like the one thing that business has got to do something about. Like, I'm, I'm make it fair. A, I'm having energy issues nowadays with the heart thing. I get mm. tired a lot. It kind of sucks. I get out of work and I'm like basically on the verge of passing out Oof. and it, it comes and goes at random yeah i get home and take a nap <laughs> just waiting for them to tell me it's time to get my surgery mm. and then hopefully after that i'll actually have more energy and shit but they're gonna wait as long as possible so mm. and then i do but try to stay awake it's just not always easy and I barely sleep. You barely Except sleep. Except for my days off. Oh my god. But Sundays, dude. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I uh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever fucking Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh my god. I am off this Sunday. You're off this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, New Year's Eve. I'm off I'm New Year's Eve, but I gotta be at work for five in the morning on Monday. 
Oh, I, I am glad because I have to work until six and then I'm not back till one the next day. So. Shit, thy name is Walmart. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, yeah, it, I don't know. At some point, someone will do something or I don't know. <laughs> a CEO with a heart. <laughs> Never no, happened. it's just no, gonna keep getting. It, it's gonna get worse and worse and worse until someone does something about the government interference. Hmm. Because these companies are gonna continue strangling the employees because of all the regulations put in place to do so. Hmm. And I'm not talking about the regulations to make them treat their employees better. I'm talking about the regulations that that just end up giving more money to the government. Hmm. Oh yeah. Well, that's something they they need to do. They need to give regulations for labor like the labor laws yeah. are so minimal yeah, when it the, comes to certain things labor laws are fine the problem is they're not doing that they're doing they're telling you that they're doing something that's going to help employees but they're doing it in a way that just completely f's employees well our congress every well it hasn't come up this year it was the last time it was up was two years ago mm-hmm. uh was to make it mandatory um that for one uh salaried associates um, now have the same rights as hourly associates mm-hmm. and anything over uh, 45 was it 44 or 45 hours is is automatic overtime for salary yeah and Congress votes it down every time it's gone up like six times yeah because they got the, the other people are in their pockets yeah and there's no reason for them to downvote it like it just you know, it, it, it benefits because the, they don't work like it benefits the average worker it's also because people um People always ignore the people who are actually trying to do something to defend either side. Mm. This is going to sound controversial, but that shit that happened like three months ago with the Republican Party, with with them ousted, like trying to oust their speaker oh, and yeah, trying yeah. to keep him from getting in. If you know anything about Matt Gates, you know he's one hundred percent right in this because he says over and over again, "I'm tired of voting on bills I can't read before I vote on them." Oh yeah! And no, no, that's, that's that, that, very that, true. That, that like is, that, that's very true. Three thousand pages. I don't care if you like or hate Republicans. He's one hundred percent fucking right. They walk in with a. They, they, you can look on them on YouTube. There are videos of them rolling in a wagon with a stack <laughs> of pages that would take like a month to read, and they're like, "This just got done. You have to vote on it tonight." Yeah. They have no clue what's in the goddamn thing. Wow. Well, they do. And the ones that. The ones that know, not all of them, the ones that do know are the ones pushing to have it voted because they have a chunk of their cut out to give them money. So, okay, so one of the best shows ever, and this kind of, we're kind of breaching the second half anyway. Um, the, uh, <laughs> I got like a half an hour more. Um, <laughs> the House of Cards, right? Yeah. And yeah. there was a special behind the scenes of like stuff, and they did the research. Uh, the actors spent six months just um, being at the White House. Mm. okay with like all the politicians and all that stuff talking with them walking with them on their day-to-day everything they did went with them everywhere uh because they were learning how to make the show authentic as they could um and the girl who played uh the main wife in the show she was like we're pretty like you see how like how bad the show is how like all the shit that goes on in the show she's like the shit we saw was way worse she said it's like that and step a lot worse what they were witnessing at the White House. Wow. And I've never even seen out. that show, but I'm sure that's true. Um, because I will point out it's not it's not all them either. Because when Matt Gates got these people together and complained about this, the media shredded him as an idiot to well, make the country think he was stupid. When he was literally doing the right thing that everybody should be pissed off about. 
Well, no, no. The, I know you saw it on the news, Nate. They were making fun no, of him. No, no, no. Like, Matt Gates is a retard. Sorry, Matt Gates is an idiot, and the Republicans are stupid, and they can't get the house in order. I'm like, he's doing it for you, asshole. Yeah. No, he's, <laughs> like, he's literally right about this. But they're, we're talking about so how Bill's coming to play, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay, so one guy, obviously, he's trying to put something in the bill for his constituents so he'll get more votes. So he tells his constituents, hey, I'm going to add this to this bill. Um, make sure you vote for it because I'll put it in. And then they make a deal with another congressman be like, hey, I'll get my constituents to vote for you if you put this in the bill for here. And that keeps on adding up and adding up and out until you have a bill the size of the ceiling. And okay? half of them are like, we'll give you yeah. these guys a million dollars and these guys a million yeah. dollars and, and these guys a million dollars. Yeah, it's all about playing favors and yeah. doing and playing this game. And it's really disgusting. Yeah. Fix your and shit. Again, like I said, and, and like I said, when someone tries to stand up, the media shatters. The, yeah. the media, yeah. it, depending on what they side, end up on the like, view. Like, <laughs> I, I don't like AOC, but when she stands up and says something like, this is disgusting, most of the time she's lying, but every now and then she'll say something truthful. Hmm. And I'm like, and then all I see is Republican pundits make fun of her. And then Matt Gates does this, and all I see is Democrats make fun of her. And I'm like, the news the news just makes it worse. Yeah. Because they're oh, all just yeah, lying yeah, yeah. to you. But. They're all just full of shit. But yeah. the one thing we can take away from 2023 for gaming, yeah, is game more people. <laughs> game more? A game more? I don't know. Play more Play games. games like Play more games. games. Play more good games Play and give credit and, and, yeah, on and, and give credit to more studios like Lariat Studios. Larian. Larian, yeah, because they're going to make games that you enjoy, and they're going to put the work into it, unlike your AAA studios. And also, stop listening to bias. Stop listening to the biased media when it comes to gaming because um, I, I love Boulder's Gate, Nate. I do. But I've played all of these Owlcat games except for Rogue Trigger. They're amazing. They were amazing five years ago when the first one came out. Mm. They got no credit from anybody because it didn't have the D&D tag on it. Therefore, it's not cool. Yeah. Oh. Like Wrath of the Righteous is better than Boulder's Gate, and I'm I'm dead serious. It's funny how you say I, cool when 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 you say D and D to anybody, they're like nerd. You're such yeah, a but nerd. You're talking about, I'm talking about for the fan base of tabletop people, which is massive yeah. now because of Critical Role and the and, strange, base, and Stranger Things. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the fan base doesn't know what Pathfinder is. They do now because of the Hasbro shit, but. These the Owlcat released some excellent games and they got no credit for it, yeah. and it's well, simply because oh, it didn't say D and D on the front. Hopefully, they'll start changing though. Yeah, I, I'm hoping for 2024 for at some point, it's some part of Hasbro to go bankrupt, well, dude. And Rogue them, Trader, and then be forced to start liquidating their other assets. Looking at it right now, dude, they have 5,490 reviews and it's overwhelmingly positive at 96%. Mm. What have is... you ever heard of, did you, have you ever heard of Rogue Trader? No, I've never heard of it. That's my point. Yeah. One of the best reviewed games of the year and nobody knows what it is because Owlcat gets ignored because they don't have the big, the special D&D tag. They have Warhammer, which is far less big and far less known. Hmm. Warhammer is known to like the hardcore people, though. Warhammer has its own like cult following. That's like Divinity. Divinity gave them the standing. Yeah, but Boulder's Gate blew them up. Oh yeah, and yeah, Boulder's yeah. Gate also bought like 
they got they got like a what do you call it? They got critical role people to do voices in that game. Oh yeah, so yeah. So they were they were talking about it. So you had like an install base of ten million people looking at that game. Yeah, and the people. Role. The people who watch Critical Role will buy anything they tell them to. And we also had Critical Role people doing Zelda voices this year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Mercer was a Ganon, right? Yeah, he was Ganondorf. He was awesome. Yeah. Oh, he was Dude, Matt fucking Mercer. awesome. Oh, that guy so that guy can do just about anything. <laughs> voices. He was so good. But anyway, let's move on to... Let's talk about the Matt cast. <laughs> let's move on to uh, media and what we're going to be planning for the future for our production and stuff. And what movies came out this year, what we thought of them, all that fun stuff. But before that, let me tell you about our sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey kids! It's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Token with, my god man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dork Eating Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of dirty goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidocubus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar Podcast Networks with new episodes every technical Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways Podcast Network. Give a listen, dudes. Cowabunga is this podcast for you. Okay, and we are back. Let's get into media. Our favorite films of 2023. Um, (laughs) Favorite tech of 2023. Uh, What crazy innovations happened this year? What insanity happened like over like other things with tech there's a lot of stuff that happened this year. anyway <laughs> oh it was it was the year it was the year of oppen of the barbenheimer <laughs> oh the the, yeah. the, the strangest it, it, thing the strangest thing i have ever seen happen but hey one it's, bad movie and one slightly average movie. One really good movie. One, but yeah, one, <laughs> two really no. good movies. Anyway, Barbie was terrible, and Oppenheimer was pretentious. Did you watch Barbie? Yes, Aaron. <laughs> I, mm. Barbie was good. No, uh, it really wasn't. <laughs> Stop! Uh, You're embarrassing yourself now, dude. No, it was. It was really good. <laughs> no, it really wasn't, man. Um. Hey, listen, you can't say that in this, this, uh, Mojo Dojo, <laughs> what the hell is it? Mojo Dojo Casa House, I think is what it's called. Oh, oh <laughs> that absolutely terrible, dude. So we call the studio now, the Mojo Dojo Casa House. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the real best film of 2023 oh. was... Rift Tracks Live Rad. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, that, that shit was great. <laughs> I watched a lot of Rift Tracks. Watching them. Nate, Nate's favorite actual great. movie was Magic Mike's Last Dance. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Cocaine Probably Bear. That was, was that this year? Fact, Cocaine Bear. It was this year, wasn't Barbie. it? Yeah. Cocaine Bear was. Yeah. No, okay, so I... Cooking Bear was great. I uh, Asteroid City was just... I like Asteroid City. Anyway. I hate his movies. I just don't Why don't you like his... They're so boring. They're not boring. Oh my God, it was... No. Every one of his movies. No. They're just... Wes Anderson is... Wes Anderson's great. Every one of his movies is so obscure. Yes, exactly. I I hate that. I love it. (laughs) I can't. I can't anymore. It's pretentious bullshit is what you're saying. I tried watching it and I'm like, is this done yet? (laughs) What the hell is going on? Wes Anderson is amazing. Oh, man. The only... He's the guy that did um, uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, right? Ooh, I don't think so. You better hope so, or else I'm about to say he's terrible. Because that's the only movie I think he's ever done. Oh. Uh, he did the, was it the something Tender Bombs? Tender Bombs? Uh, the World Tender Bombs. World Tender Bombs. Did he do Grand Budapest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did that oh, yeah. animation. No, that... Yep. <laughs> no, that guy don't make good movies. <laughs> you just named a bunch of crap. Oh, my God. I just uh, couldn't. Uh... Like you're trying too hard, Nate. You sound like someone who, who pretends to sit down and watch the Oscars hoping to see, like, oh, my God, my indie film about, like, gay cowboys on a mountain eating ice cream <laughs> one. Yay! Um, John Wick 4. Yes. John Wick 4 was great. He did John Wick 4? 
Or you're just saying? No, I'm oh, saying okay. that movie came out this year. <laughs> I, was like, I, never do so I was like, I might have to watch one John Wick like for now. I'm just, I can't remember what movies came out this year, so I'm looking. Dungeons uh, and Dragons that came out. Yeah, that was what okay. Was that? Oh yeah, that was that was, that was okay. Okay. It was no better or worse than the previous Dungeons and Dragons movie. Did you watch Evil Dead Rise? Uh, yes. It was definitely better than the other Dungeons and Dragons movie. I, I, I don't know. The one with the Wayne brothers was pretty good. What? I like that one. That was that was that was amusing. Right. What's wrong with you, dude? Like, like did, did we need to get that. We need to get that cut from our our, uh, our our podcast. That's <laughs> me looking at you when you said that because I was like, mm-hmm. dude, no, no. The, the the new Dungeons and Dragons movie was way better than that. Yeah. It was predictable, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it actually felt like you were watching Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. fantasy movie with the words put in it. I yeah, wish yeah. they had. I wish they were rolling dice at some point, but other mm-hmm. than that, and then like Chris Pine and what's her name, Michelle Rodriguez. Yep, were great playing off of each other. That shit was funny. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were excellent. I thought that movie was very good. My only problem with that movie was not enough badasses and big giant armor. Because mm. <laughs> I'm a I'm a guy who likes tanks. In nights, that's who I fucking roll. I, I, I don't know. So for best movie, I'm torn between Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon. Like, absolutely two completely stunning movies. Um, Mission Impossible. Okay. I don't know about that. It was pretty good. It's not <laughs> my birthday. Uh, that's the last movie I've been to see this year. Oh, like, yeah, a lot of art films this year. Yeah, that's what I'm contentious. Um, kill, like, oh man, Killers of the Flower Moon was so good though, and there were so many good actors. But it was just as good as like Oppenheimer. It's like, it's it's really hard to say because it was such a good story. But the, so was Oppenheimer, and the way they directed and told the story for Oppenheimer was uh, incredible. I loved that format, what they the way they did it. Um, but uh, I also love what Scorsese did with Killers of the Flower Moon as well, um, and how he how he how he chopped how he carved out and cut even though he could have went another cut the movie could have been like five hours long um but yeah should have been then um yeah there's no 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 studio that would let him do that (laughs) studios are directors they do a director's cut um studios are like i mean they're that's one thing that's funny movies are pushing the boundaries finally over three hours because people are watching them um, but they're not going to go much further than that. But like, yeah, Just like, Killers, like Killers of the Flower Moon was shy of four hours. If you have to, if you um, have to cut stuff that's from just your ridiculous. movie, but it didn't feel like it. No, it's not. It's a, if you're telling a real story, it's not. That's yeah. a long like time to fact, sit without going pee. Okay, they, that dude, needs an intermission. <laughs> that's fine. But like, you got you got to let you got to let these directors breathe. That actually makes me want to watch it more than than before, knowing that because that means. If it's four hours, that means he didn't fucking cut anything important. He made no, sure to he, tell the entire the, story. The only thing they cut see. was what happened to the people after all the work, after everything was said and done. He, he gave, it was like a re, near the end, they kind of did a small like recap of what happened years after these events, um, which is in the book, but like they couldn't tell another two hour long, like whole thing. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, all the main things that went on and to learn that the, I didn't know, like, that was crazy. That made me research the Osage and stuff and realize they're still like, they've won multiple lawsuits against the federal government and they're probably going to win the next one. What? That the Osage. 
So one of the at other, one point I I plan on watching it. Uh, one of the other movies that came out only the only reason I'm saying it because I haven't watched it, but it was filmed in Rhode Island. Is Good Burger Two? Oh yeah, that's right, Good Burger Two. What? I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. It's out. Oh, yeah, it's out. It's been out. But they were selling set pieces. I know at yeah. our local uh, restore. Yep, which is kind of neat. <laughs> I don't know how the hell they got oh. it, but. I don't know if it came out this year or last year, but I finally got to see it this year. Me and Aaron watched The Whale, and I thought that oh, was... Oh, that was this year. Yeah, that was this year. That was a very good movie. Mm. But that's because... Uh, what's his name? Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser, in my opinion, gave so, like performance of yeah, a lifetime. So they kept it secret that Brandon Fraser was in Killers of the Flower Moon. I no, was... I saw... I saw that's why I wanted to see it because after we watched the whale, I saw a thing with him sitting in like a courtroom, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, he's in that movie too." Well, I didn't, there was no information. I watched like tons of trailers. There was no information that he was in the movie. And then we got to the part where he shows up in the movie, and I was like, "Brandon Fraser, what?" <laughs> he was yeah. incredible. Uh, I, he was I, incredible. I will, I will say, considering I don't remember much of what I've watched, the whale was a very good movie, extremely mm. impactful, and Aaron bawling her eyes out by the end. That great movie. Mm. Um. A movie that Nate liked, but I thought was uh, meh. Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon was good. That just came. It out. was okay. That was really it, good. But oh, it wasn't. Dude, I, I heard it was so, absolutely terrible. No, it was good. It so was. it is. So for the best, the best way I can put it is that it's three hundred meets Star Wars. Meets yeah, I don't the want Industrial Star Revolution. Wars, I don't want Star Wars in my three hundred. Three hundred is good. Star Wars is not. Well, no, you can tell because obviously what. Uh, you can tell that that guy helped out like he did. I looked up after because I didn't think he did. I can't remember the damn guy who made 300. Um, he took but, off his helmet. That's just bullshit. Like, him. you can tell Snyder wrote it. But you can really tell this guy had a big part in doing direct and pushing how the scenes were going to be done. Because it just, so many scenes, I was like, this just feels like 300. <laughs> so Well, then maybe I'll like it because I think 300 is great. Um, and I do like the pacing. Like, it the pacing was like a JRPG, <laughs> which was weird, but it was cool. Like uh, they they three hundred nails aesthetic. It is so. it is him Zack Snyder three hundred. Zack Snyder did three hundred. Yeah, yes, yeah. Zack, yeah, Zack Snyder did three hundred. Why didn't that's I think where he, he got his break? Oh no, the other guy was doing. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He that's where he got his break. Yeah. Um, like this is my thing. I don't think Zack Snyder should be writing. I think someone more competent as a writer should write his shit. And then he should be directing it because he knows how to get like the feel for stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like I said, three hundred feels exactly like the graphic novel. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but this like he really got the aesthetic. Like I don't know where he found these actors, but these actors were made to be Nazis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it was like slightly better than a B-rated movie. Um, it was. <laughs> I don't know, I. Was, I it, and it had some celebrities. I, only thing that's annoying me is the reviewers that are like shitting on it, going, "It's too much like a Star Wars movie." No shit, because it was supposed to be a Star Wars movie, you idiot. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but well, the, the way they made it no work one, is like, come on, this is blatant. No, I know what it was no supposed one to be. Ever want to do a Star Wars movie? Well, it, the, that's the original script. It was supposed to be a Star Wars movie, and he especially. And, and he said he's Zack Snyder was like, well, it's too good of a story for you not to tell. So I'm telling the story anyway, and we're just going to change out things. Uh, apparently, it, it's not a good story. 
And I think Apparently it's a, that's the weak point is that it's it's written terribly. I think it's a good story. The, the, I've <laughs> written amazing shit. Please watch it. The, the problem is a lot of the characters like you know who they're supposed to be. Yes. We we got a, a Han Lando. We, <laughs> we've, we've, well, no, we, no, no. Okay, so I had, C-3PO. I had this conversation with someone else, and I'm pretty sure he was supposed to be Card in the original script because mm, he said that, yeah. he said he acted a lot like a character Card, which is from obviously Legends. Um, he acted a lot more like that, and he would have betrayed somebody. Um, You're saying obviously, no one knows this shit. Yeah, dude. nobody knows it's that. It's not obvious. Somebody like Zack Snyder, who is a big Star Wars geek, would. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the guy who flew the bird, yeah, he was supposed to be Chewy. <laughs> he's a he's the hair man. He's got a lot no, of hair. that wasn't supposed to be Chewy. That I was know. Supposed, I'm joking. Um, that was he was the big guy in the in the movie. Um, he was a combination of a few Jedi, but he, what he would have done in an actual Star Wars film, he would have used um, Beast Control, which is a Star Wars power. We saw uh, oh, Grogu have it, okay, and we've seen Anakin had it as well. Um, he would have controlled it. And that's why he does the bird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes so hard that they can see my brain. <laughs> it, um, it it was yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And you can tell It like, should have been a series. It is a series. No, a TV no. series. <laughs> no. It, it's not going to be either cuz it's going to it bombed. They're yeah, not going to do another one. No, they are. So they, it's not a they are, they are doing another one. They the, are they already are. They are. The doing. second one's coming out no. in April. Yeah. No, they said Okay, then they already filmed it. Yeah, yeah they filmed yeah, the whole thing. Done. They filmed the whole thing already. Yeah. Okay, so that's a different story. My argument still stands. They wouldn't make two and three had they not already filmed them. But like the main right now, Netflix is regretting filming them because they're bombing. <laughs> but the they're the, going to lose a ton of money, dude. The the main guy, you can definitely tell he after you see the ending, you can tell he's a counterpart for Darth Vader. Yeah. Even though he was just a skinny Nazi. It's so odd, <laughs> but it's, it's terribly <laughs> obvious. This is the problem with the lazy writing. There are a billion criminals and bad things in the world. Going to Nazi every time is just getting lazy. Well, no, because... And it's like, we do Nazi because they don't exist anymore. We don't want to offend people. Well, no, but like... the reason if you want to bear heroes, that's terrible. Why not do one about Che, che Guevara? Well, no, the reason why they're Nazis is because they're George Lucas... They're supposed to be George Lucas based the empire off Nazi Germany. So he... So Zack Snyder is like, well, I'm just going to make them flat out Nazis. <laughs> That's my point. Let's get creative on our bad guys. The Nazi thing's been done forever. It's time to just let them go and die. They no, don't I, exist. It's no. like less than 0.1% of society. But I think Zack Snyder also wanted to show, hey, this was supposed to be a Star Wars movie, guys. I think he purposely wanted to do that. You have turned me off of watching it. Um, Which means you need to watch it. Yeah. the um, <laughs> and I liked... Um, I really liked the robot, though. Yeah, but he only had like ten minutes of footage. No, but he was so good though in that ten minutes. He oh. was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how he killed someone. Take, that was kind of cool. He's like, I cannot take Nate's opinion seriously because he told me the Last Jedi is one of the best movies ever. Made. It's so I just can't, every, I'm sorry. Every time you say um, something, I roll my eyes because of that statement, dude. The, you um, have ruined you for me. No, I really like. Well, obviously. The the one comical, it's not comical, but it is comical. Them just switching the colors of the lightsabers, like bad guys have blue ones and good guys have red ones. <laughs> I was like, okay, but there are no force powers in the movie. There's no force powers or anything. Um, so we had you yeah, um, to watch it. We had Gran Turismo, which was that was pretty. Yeah, good. I haven't watched it. yet. I heard that was good. It was pretty good. I haven't checked it out. Yeah, it was kind of. I will. Surprised. I will because it's point. based on like kind of a true story. Mm. Uh. 
I'm not. I'm not crazy. Ford versus versus Ferrari wasn't this year, right? It just came out. That, yeah, that literally just came out. Or it's called Ferrari, actually. Yeah, it's just called Ferrari. I don't know about a Ford versus no, Ferrari. No, no, I'm talking about the other one. Yeah, Ferrari's out. Wait, Ferrari is out. I could find it and watch it if I wanted to. Yeah. Oh, it just released in theaters, I think. Yeah. Oh, damn it! All right, I'll have to wait. Because uh, I, I want to watch that. I thought, um, I thought uh, Ford versus Ferrari was great, so I'm excited. We had uh, the new Indiana Jones. Yeah. Which the, the oh god, that was terrible. The, it was better than Crystal Skull. Yeah, but that's not saying a lot. <laughs> but the first ten <laughs> minutes was shit. It had the, gold in it. The first ten minutes was great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every scene with him by himself just being indie. And then as soon as they brought in like the chick who was just uh insufferable. <laughs> yeah. Um I would say the Tetris movie, even though the Tetris movie was so far off from what actually happened, it was really oh, good. Yeah, it was it was good. It was so good. It was it was good though. Uh, we had sixty five. Did you see that? The Adam right. Driver? Yes. Did Air come out this year? Yeah. Air. Yeah, Air came Which out this the, year. The Nike Gordon movie. One? Yeah. yeah. That was excellent. Yeah. Um, I have no. Air, I, have so, no I could care less. <laughs> the only problem with Air, the only problem with sixty-five, mm-hmm. okay, is that they revealed to you that they were from a distant galaxy in the beginning. Yeah. If they didn't do that, it would have been a little more entertaining. But mm-hmm. you already knew I, it from I the beginning. I had a hard time paying attention because his nose was taking up all the screen. Um, <laughs> so, and um, there's a short for you. <laughs> Every Adam Driver movie, it's just a nose in front of the, the camera. Adam Driver is an incredible actor. Like, oh yeah, no, he's seen... he he did a he was a, a guest on SNL. Yeah, and he he's, every time he's a he guest on SNL, he's good. yeah, he's you know, good. He, he wasn't looking at the camera like everybody else does. No. They're looking at the uh, he, cue cards. It was yeah, pretty good. He's been acting like his entire life. Yeah, no, I I don't. He's I'm not ragging actor. on him. I like a lot of stuff he's in. That's why I want to see Ferrari. I was like, oh, oh dude, yeah, right. yes, like. I like everything he's in. I'm just making fun of the fact that his nose is like his leading man. Yeah. Uh, X-Pen 4 Bless came out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my Google Wait, said. What? Expend 4 Bless. <laughs> Expendables, Expendables, uh, 4. Yeah. Expendables 4. Expendables <laughs> 4. Anyway. Expendables 4. More uh. Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is going to sound like a broken record because I'm always ragging on chick leads being in action movies. But can we have a serious conversation? Who in their right mind thought that Megan Fox was an action star in enough of a way to be put in that movie? Who thought it was a good idea to make another one? No, all of them are that entertaining. <laughs> I mean, I'm that's Sylvester Stallone didn't want to do it. That's why they blew him up. They should have listened to him. <laughs> Jesus. All is they literally could have said, hey, we want a female action star for this. They could have went with Michelle Yeoh. They could have went with Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh would have been actually good. They could have went with Angelia Jolie. She's been in a lot of them. They picked the girl that was nothing more than eye candy in Transformers, and in one action movie, nobody saw. Hmm. Why? What's the the other action movie? She was in some movie in like 2022 where she was like a uh, a military person, modern military chick, fighting like lions or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't and it watch was, it. Again, again, because uh, American writers don't know how to write act- female action stars, it was unrealistic because, like, when you watch when you watch a Michelle Yeoh movie, she doesn't beat the shit out of people. She uses her speed to throw them off balance, and that's how she hurts them. That's how her action scenes are. Yeah. 
You watch this movie, and she's like spearing people twice her size, picking up on the shoulder, and then tackling them and beating them. <laughs> Dude, um, freaking. And and they do Gina know. Carano, Gina Carano can't pick up someone her size in the UFC. And I, um, yeah. And she's a trained murderer. She will wreck you. <laughs> and she couldn't fight a man of equal training. And and uh, they do know how to write good act women action stars. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, but she, again, she just held a gun though. She didn't like. We're talking about the past, dude. Yes. It's not a thing anymore. Sigourney... They ruined it now. It used to be a thing when you could. In the past, you could. Like, what's her name in in Terminator Two? At no point do you see her out muscle someone when she beats up them guards. Well, she, she outs- breaks dude's yeah. nose before he has a chance to react. Yeah, she outsmarts him. Advantage. Yeah, she outsmarts him. Um, yeah. It, it, she doesn't just run up and spear this guy twice her size and then break him in half. No, yeah. It's utterly stupid. All right. So I'm on a rant. I have to go because I got to eat. We had Blue Beetle come Ooh. out this year. It was uh, like a kid's, like a real, like a children's movie with the family ganging up and fighting all together. It was. I, I would have rather a new Herbie movie come out. <laughs> Did you see any of it? No, it was. But I would rather a new Herbie book about. Yeah, it was. It was. Meh. I didn't even know that movie. Peter Pan and Wendy came out. I didn't, know. I didn't see that. I, didn't, I, didn't I remember hearing about that. I never watched it though. Uh, um, Transformers: Rise of the Beast wasn't bad. Mm. It wasn't the best, but I didn't know that there were different characters. I thought they were all the. the I thought the, the 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 Optimus Primal was Optimus Prime in the in the move in the show. Yeah, not a different Transformer. He's Optimus Prime. They're just Optimus Prime. Yeah, I mean but I thought that in a pro- the Beast Wars, oh, that Optimus Primal was, was just Optimus, Optimus Prime. No, because it had like the same voice. Oh, yeah, but no, it was a whole other. It was a yeah. spinoff. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, so it I was didn't. Spin-off. That was that was interesting because they had all the characters from that that show, which I I didn't like Beast Wars. Everybody loves Beast Wars. I hated Beast Wars. Yeah. Oh, we had Fast X. That was. <laughs> it was entertaining, but it was like uh, WTF? What? Oh my god! Is he he's slingshotting now, a car with his? So okay, there's <laughs> only one series of movies I like that Van Diesel did. X Triple X? No, that was terrible too. Oh, Riddick? Yes, the Triangles Riddick. Yeah, those are the only ones I like. That's also what Rebel Moon felt like, kinda. Those movies. Eh. They had a lot Riddick of is a little more dark, though. Riddick had those weird. Riddick reminded me like of a, a darker. Uh, what's the, the 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 movie with the space people and the 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 bugs? Starship Troopers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The the, the bugs in that reminded oh, me. Oh, Starship Riddick. Troopers was just comical. It wasn't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't really. Well, we had the second Shaman, Shazam this year. I didn't know that. that like was... so many movies came and, out and just well, went. Yeah, Starship Trooper was uh, was also satire too, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, was making fun of like America becoming a fascist state. Did you know they made an Asterix and Obelix movie? No. The they, they, do you know what that is? <laughs> no. Like I didn't know what it is from seeing this picture, but it was a, a comic a comic strip. Oh, the, okay. the the two Viking dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you look at you know the the guy. Oh yeah yeah. They yeah. they actually made an arcade game. So yeah that. that's yeah. 
But those are some movies. Mortal Kombat Legends, Cage. I've never seen that. The Turtles movie I just did not like. Oh, the animated one. The yeah, the CGI one. It, yeah, it wasn't. I didn't like it. There, like, okay, yeah. There hasn't been. The only good Turtles movie ever is the very first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the only good one. But there was a lot of movies that came out. We can't talk about them all. But like, and this is what I don't get is like I get I get the argument like I want another movie like that Turtles movie. Um, I want it dark and I want it gritty like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's made for kids. Okay, that one was made for kids too, and it freaking blew up in theaters. Well, kids now don't grow up. <laughs> well, oh my god! <laughs> like I loved that movie. Um, like it's, I'll be right back. All right, the original. Like yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this year we also like. I mean. It was one of those years where there's been so many blockbuster movies that have taken off where we're like the end of the year when we're going to get like the nominations and stuff. It is going to be a pretty good fight for who's going to get it. Um, And I I mean, I personally think that Kills of the Flower Moon could be definitely on top. Um, But like Oppenheimer is right up there. And Barbie was a good movie, despite what anybody thinks. Um, and I am—I had one of the stare when I first heard about the Barbie movie being announced. Um, I, I gave it an eye roll and said, ah, "That's that's that's crap." Um, but that's because I knew nothing about it or anything about that. It was a very ignorant uh, take on it. Um, but after learning about it and then obviously going and see it, um, it was really well written. Uh, had a really good message in the end. Had a lot of very deep philosophy that goes over i'm sure a lot of people's heads um but in the end it definitely i don't know for best picture because it wasn't a cinematic masterpiece uh like oppenheimer or like killers of the flower moon which are cinematic masterpieces uh in their own right with their core with the cinematography um with the scripts with the the all the actors in it were just like beyond a-list actors so um that's what this year took away like some of the most like movies that are like you get you sit back in your seat and you're like wow uh at the end like like if you don't feel something at the end of oppenheimer you're you mean (laughs) um you just might be a psychopath but like (laughs) like the way they mapped everything out and then they go right back to a conversation we had with einstein um and then that's how the movie ends and you're like oh my god that 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 is that is so dark like you're put in a different state by the end of the movie and that's what a film good filmmaker can do one thing i've noticed from movies this year is that uh the amount of money they make has reset reset yeah so like before before the sickness, like movies were making billions. Okay, you know they were like, oh, we made a hundred million this weekend, two hundred million. Now we're down to fifty million, seventy million. They're not oh. making as much money as they used to, but they're still. Oh, the number one movie made forty million dollars this um, weekend. Oppenheimer and Barbie both. Oh were- well, those are two of the. Uh, out of that category, I guess. And, and like, um, Way of Water, like. Like completely crushed it Did when it? they came out. 
Wave Water like almost beat like Avatar is the top billing still. I'm pretty sure. Ugh. Um, it was I was mm, like I, I and like I'm torn myself. I like both, but it's like which one's better? Like they're both so good, such good films. Like they are both so incredible in movies. Uh, uh, both Avatar movies, like so well written, amazing character development, amazing cinematography. Special effects are beyond top notch in those damn movies. Um, like James Cameron really, really like it's it was incredible. The only thing that sucks is that we're not going to get like the rest. Like it's going to be a while till the whole story is finally out. Um, because we're going to get obviously, I think the next one's going to be like the Way of Fire. Um, yeah, Way of Water made two point two four three three billion. Yeah. Surpassing Titanic. Yeah. But what did Avatar 1 do? Um, I don't remember what Avatar 1 did. I don't know if it beat it. Avatar 1 was the top billing. The first Avatar. Three billion. Yeah. It didn't beat that. So, yeah. Avatar, yeah. But that movie, like like I was saying, that was also a movie. Like, the first Avatar, they literally made a diagnosis at therapists like made a diagnosis for people that they had to add because of that movie <laughs> what do you mean calling it avatar syndrome why because people felt terrible they were human oh at the end literally wow the <sighs> it wasn't that, uh, that good. But, like, but that's like what i was saying like with uh like oppenheimer at the end of the movie after the, when you when it skips back to his conversation, when you hear his full conversation with Einstein, it makes you go, "Wow, we are terrible people." Yeah, maybe realize there there are conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, they just they wanted to arrest him for something they told him to do, basically. Oh, you mean the whole thing? But no, but I'm saying like him, like when Einstein, like, um. And and it made me realize that they wanted to like they had communist parties, and I'm like, boy, they'd be in prison now. <laughs> if well, went no, to a like, and that's party. like like that. I was telling like Tony Camper this is like Oppenheimer was the same view I have. Mm-hmm. He he is a communist. Like I'm a communist, but I don't care for any of the communist parties that are out there. Mm-hmm. They have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Well, they're not what you believe communism is. It's not. Mm-hmm. If they were to follow and study the Frankfurt School, um, you know, I mean, they would see that that's not, that's not communism. Mm-hmm. They're all out for their own agenda. And that's what Oppenheimer didn't like. That's why he didn't want to be part of them. Yeah. Because, um, but the fact that like when Einstein asks him, like, oh yeah, this bomb could destroy the, like this kind of technology could destroy the world. And his response is, I think we did. Mm-hmm. So tech, tech. <laughs> oh, what a year of tech! Oh my god, and yeah, <laughs> we had um the Osmo Pocket Three come out this year. We also had the DJI Three. Yeah, well, it's the four, I think. The four is it the and four? It, whatever it is, it comes with a, a new, new and, controller and, that I want, and the Visa. The Vista, whatever Vista, wherever this, the other one that came out, that's the FPE drone, oh. smaller one that came out as well. Okay. It's like a thousand dollars, a little over a thousand dollars. Um, 
That technology has leaped up. The PlayStation Portal came out. A lot of handheld. A lot of handheld stuff came out. I know it's gaming, but the, it's also tech. We also had yeah, the analog pocket variations came out. Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, well, no, the analog pocket I'm talking about. Oh, the Game Boys. Yeah, yep. which sold out like crazy, yep. and people got pissed and all that shit. And then they released them again. They sold out. Um, but yeah, they, they 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 a lot of a lot of handheld consoles. So like I did the, the Portal. The uh, there's a Logitech one that came out. There's a there's a bunch. There's like five of them. So remember, I was saying I I if anybody obviously pays attention to our YouTube channel knows I said this. So when I was talking about our controller that we built with the the 3d printed controller yep. and i used a pi pico mm-hmm. so that uses um a software called 2040 it's like re24 i think it's called um and i said they might be cracking um getting them on the ps4 just regularly working PS4 or ps5 ps4 okay because right now you still need the dongle the same thing like you, you need that dongle to run it in the ps4 mm-hmm. um but they did and you can use the Pi Pico, and it will natively work on a PS4 now. Oh wow! Yeah, they cracked the Bluetooth code. And then after we did several videos, Razer made one. Razer made one, yeah. They, which is like the same thing like we've made. Yeah, um, it's literally, it's so plain too. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and obviously, and theirs runs on everything up to PS5. Um, and that's the thing because now the same people that are working on that are trying to crack the PS5 trying to get the controllers to work on that mm-hmm. if that happens you can literally build a controller for like literally 30 bucks <laughs> if you have a 3d printer if you have a 3d printer keep that in mind uh, granted 3d printers are cheaper than they've ever been right now um so yeah you can make control because the pi pico is literally 20 bucks for a three pack that <laughs> you can make three controllers uh we are really interested in making a Raspberry Pi cinema camera. Yes. So we might actually build a full cinema camera with Raspberry Pi because now there was like a, there's a cinema, not well, it's a, a higher HD camera that Raspberry Pi puts out. I got to put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The higher end Sony yeah. lens. Yeah, with the higher ends. And obviously if we can 3D print an EF mount. There's got to be a way. <laughs> they, they make a whatever that mount is the cin- that that the the so the, the 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 lens that they're using on these cinema cameras is a old fashioned security lens yes those those lenses cuz they're really small yeah. they make that to ef oh wow okay whatever the hell that 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 i don't remember what it's called a c mount maybe i'm yeah. not sure and they they make that to ef mm-hmm. so that's all we're going to need if if that if that works it should work i don't think you would you might have to cut the vignetting. Well, you shouldn't get any vignetting because that's the opposite way around. Mm-hmm. It's because the lens is huger, or the, the camera lens is huger than the actual lens, so that's wide open. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, it's it might work. And yeah. I think I haven't seen anybody else do it either. Put an EF mount. But I'm wondering how much control you have over the aperture is my biggest thing. As long as uh, you get a, a manual lens. Yeah. Um, I don't think uh, you'll be able to control it uh, wire uh, electrically. That's why they're using those no. seams, whatever those security lenses, because they're just a whole bunch of freaking yeah. But if you can find like an old EF clickable, clickable mount uh, lens, yeah, the old fashioned ones, they should work. 
or maybe FD lenses. FD, yeah, 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 yeah. Some I don't know what I have back there. Uh, oh no, thing, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. The fact that you can just you can build a cinema camera from a Raspberry Pi, mm. <laughs> if you can get a hold of them. But they did say like the Raspberry Pi, like five is going to be. They are going to. They'll hopefully be a lot more accessible. Yeah, hopefully. So. I'd, it'd be cool to make that's like definitely down our wheelhouse for our channel. Oh yeah, so. that's perfect. <laughs> that is perfect to build a freaking camera. Yeah, right. like holy crap. <clears throat> um, and it has still yet to come out. That's like the one thing that we did. Uh, we are ramping up production for filming, so we are. We did film our friend's wedding, which is obviously you know Big Ben Benoit, uh, known as Only Clowns now. Mm-hmm. Um, we filmed his wedding as a horror wedding. That still has some time to go, but. Have you, have you started it? Of course I started it. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course I started it. Uh, yeah. Well, last time I asked about a month ago, you're like, no, I haven't started it. <laughs> uh, well, that's because I was like working out. I like I started it, but everything was like kind of in pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, you put it all together now. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it was it's in yeah. order at least. <laughs> it's, I'm still rearranging things because mm-hmm. I don't like how I want pacing to be right. Yeah, but, I was thinking about that today. I'm like, man, I wish we'd evil deaded it. I wish I made the camera go up to the door and just spin. Oh. Or or fly by everybody. <laughs> like the deadly the deadites, you know. Yeah, yeah. That would have been neat. Well, that's them just walking around here and then just they sped the film up. Yeah, I know, I know that. Yeah. I, did, <laughs> I didn't to do that. Yeah, yeah. They sped, yeah. I think that would have been neat. That would have been cool. Um, so that was interesting. Obviously we have a lot of things planned for this next year because we did meet up with uh, if you don't know who uh, Firesight Films is, they are a local indie film studio over here in Groton. Um, really cool Mystic. guy. No ink. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, uh, <laughs> well, we met up with Alec. He's one of the owners of Firesight Films, and he wants when we have our storyboards out and stuff like that, uh, wants to come back and uh, give his opinion, what he thinks and whatnot which will be really cool because we're going to be filming horror movies in this next coming when spring starts coming around and stuff uh and we're mr benoit is going to be working with us on that he's excited uh because you have to get actors and stuff like that too and he knows the people that can get it yeah and we might be able to use their the props at the locations yeah well the, the, the buildings and stuff the thing is what are those buildings doing like it like in spring i don't know that's he's the... just saying this <laughs> we'd have to go and do a do a walkthrough anyway so no i know but i know like a lot of those like they usually have like i thought they i thought they folded them up and put it away but they apparently did they, they do i know a lot of them do mm-hmm. they usually put them in storage yeah uh maybe yeah. someone can let us get into the storage hey yeah maybe here, who you knows? can use you can use this and this and this yeah. um but we don't even need to do that for the things i want to do we we have to use it for some of them um but not all of them mm-hmm because the idea is we're not special effects artists. No. Um, um, I've dabbled in it, but I'm no, not even close to putting. That'd be a, cool to do though. Do yeah. Some special figure it out. Do uh, trauma style, you know. Yeah. Well, that's a, I want to do special effects like old black and white movies, like practical and not fake. Well, practical but unseen. Okay. Well, that's not a special effect. That's a. All in the mind. Yes. Like, like after you watch Psycho, mm-hmm. you think you just watched a movie where you saw a bunch of people get stabbed to death. Mm-hmm. You didn't. No, you never see the stabs. No. <laughs> but it makes it, you think that, and yeah. it gives the perspective of that happened. So we can do that. Yeah. 
We can make that happen. And that's like skimmerink. Like, put you in the eyes of a child at this home, like, kind of abandoned. Like, and you see, like, there's a couple jump scares here and there. You see some people, you see a shadow of something, see things moving. But they're, like, it's like, did I really see that? Like, there's nothing, like, well, there's nothing that cost him $15,000 to do. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> but, hey, that's the number he wanted to throw up. That's that's him. <laughs> Considering it was, like, a building that they didn't rent out. It was just an apartment building that his friend was doing. I forget what he said. Uh, the cameras were free from the friggin' rent place. But, like, there's nothing they spent money on. <laughs> We need to make uh, friends with uh, people that have cameras. <laughs> we did. Alec already said he. If well, we need lenses. Let lenses, him know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him know. I really want some some cinema lens. Yeah, and we'll have to look at the prices because he did let us know the film studio. He the film can't the camera place up in Boston was like uh, Boston Camera something's called. He said they rent out and they'll ship them to you, but I don't know what they charge. Did you get a link? No, no. Uh, he just told me the name. Mm. Um. And there's also like a film uh, group that meets up in uh, Providence as well. Yeah, we Although, need to contact because they could they could also have YouTube channels and yeah. we collab. <laughs> yeah, we can collab. Uh, they could also know people that want to be in other short films and stuff like that mm-hmm. that want to be seen in short films. Yeah, versus getting your friends where they, well, I don't want to do it now, or you know, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Something stupid, but I did. My sister definitely wants to be in it. Okay. She misses her acting. She she did. She was doing while well, she's doing theater stuff, stage, acting on the stage. You know, okay. Plays, but she, like for what though? Out of the town. It wasn't oh. just school. It wasn't just school. It was higher up than that. College. Oh okay. Yeah. That's right. I was gonna say like P-Pack or something. But no, uh, no I, I don't know where else they did them. The only place I saw them do it, at, it was like at a, it was at a, a church. Uh, it has a specific, like a stage in the church. I actually played there in my band. Oh, <laughs> like I played, it was like, I was like, we're playing in a church. And then all these goth kids walk in. It was really strange. It was really strange in the middle of Norwich. Yep. It, yep. <laughs> but hey, we did it. I, I guess. I mean, that's an audience. Kinda. And then we, we also played at like a, it was a store. It was a store, but it was shut down. But the person still owned it, so we practiced. We had a show there once. At the, it was like a just at a because they had you know had the windows you know display windows. Yeah. So it was it was a shop, but it was closed. All the shop stuff was gone. It just had power. <laughs> so we plugged in and played, and it was a it was a show. A bunch of bands played there. I don't know what it was for. Oh, that's weird. It was really weird. And then down the street from that, <laughs> there it used to be a movie theater, the Norwich Movie Theater, down across the street from the uh the library the oldest yeah. library and that's where i saw like he-man when i was a kid well that we made we made it a uh a place for bands could play all the kids could play there yeah and so we'd go play there but they wouldn't let us play cover music you have to pay for that <laughs> the, the, that's so stupid the establishment has to pay a certain amount a year for the bands to be able to play cover songs that that is really dumb yeah i I don't know. So I wasn't sure if it was true or not. It must be. But like. I don't know. Because there was a 
the, the, a couple well, people showed up and say, "Hey, you unless can't do it's this. A, unless it's a Connecticut thing." Because Maybe. I remember, like in high school. Well, high school. Well, if you're playing at the school, it doesn't matter. Well, no, no, no. They had like the talent show, uh-huh. and then at the end of it, they had this like. I don't know what they were. They were some kind of cover band. Mm-hmm. They would have, oh, to do, what do you call it? To end off the talent show. This is after the kid got their award and stuff. We're bringing in, so I don't even know who they were. They'd bring in this like cover band. They would play like obviously known songs at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So I just know like, that was because high school. It was considered like a bar that didn't sell alcohol. You know, because <laughs> oh. it was a kid. It was literally for the kids, like oh. the t- the teenagers in their bands to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the owner was a he, uh, his kid was. One of our my friends that was in bands and stuff. He played guitar. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting things like this year. Like this year, we're gonna be doing a short on it. Like I'll tell everybody on the podcast now. Um, but like, how much shit? Like I didn't look for so long of what my library card could access, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna look. I decided to look, and I'm like, holy crap! Like my library card, you can use so much with. Like Canopy is actually fairly decent now of a streaming service. Uh, Hoopla, um, uh, Over- Libby by Overdrive is fairly decent for getting audiobooks. Uh, there's even music on there on Hoopla. You can download albums there. And then like the biggest thing that just blew me the hell away uh, was Udemy. I was like, okay, Udemy is accessible. Okay. I was like, oh, maybe it's a discount or maybe you can get like one class like a month or something. No. It's the entire site for free. I was like, this is this. What? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> like, that's a lot of shit for like just a, a free library card. Yeah. I was tell- who would I tell today? I was like, oh, my God. Like, I this- told somebody about it that. It used to be like you'd you'd be able to get a hold of some audiobooks and some like digital books. And that's what yeah. it used to be. That was years ago. Um, and now it's like there's a whole catalog. <laughs> Is there anything worth watching on their streaming service? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Surprise. So the limit is, so Canopy is uh, everything to watch has tickets. Okay. You, you, have really 30, so you have 30 tickets a month. All right. Still. Like fairly current stuff is like two tickets. Mm-hmm. This is uh, like an arcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on average, you watch something cur- like not so current stuff, you can watch something like once a day. What, what I've noticed lately is... With the streaming sites, a lot of the shows are showing up on multiple sites now. What do you mean? Like, if you go on to Netflix, especially, yeah. a lot of shows that are on, like, Max, or on, there, like, all the DC movies and stuff, appeared on Netflix. I don't know why. That might, I don't know. Maybe, uh... uh that might have had something. Maybe, that might have something to do with inspired? licensing for when Disney bought them, and they might have had something in the agreement. Like license, own... Disney doesn't own DC. Didn't they buy? They own Marvel. No, but didn't they buy? Uh, they no, they didn't. No, I thought they. Never mind. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just a lot of the the stuff that's on Max is on Netflix now too, oh. as well. That's weird. Yeah. And then, you know, on Hulu, a lot of the Disney stuff's on Hulu, but they're the same. They're owned by Disney. Yeah. And like other countries, like United States has Hulu. Well, I understand. Other, other yeah, countries have Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're different. Uh, like they're the that's same. That's why stream- use a VPN, but I don't know why they're like, like Netflix has it. Like we're split in America for their, their content, but in other countries, it's just Disney Plus and it has everything that Hulu has. Yeah. 
Um, Which so, means they could all be on one service. It could be. You don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, one random fact to end this podcast. I didn't know about this till today because I watch random mechanic shows and stuff like that. And I didn't know about this about gas. Okay. Years ago, in the 90s, uh, people went in front of Congress mm-hmm. because they found out it only cost like literally pennies to make the higher end octane fuel. It was only like a five cent difference. Not even. But no, I mean, but back then when you would pay for it. Oh, oh. It was only a five cent difference. Now it's like 60 cents to a dollar. No, 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 no. So, yeah. So they went in front of Congress. They're like, um, can you give us a reason? Mm-hmm. We want a reason for these comp- why are they doing it. The companies came forward, like Shell and stuff, and they said, it's to recoup our advertising cost. <laughs> okay. That's, that, that, yeah. What advertising? I'm... <laughs> If you ever notice the commercials for gas, if they ever show, I've like, never oh, seen a gas commercial. I've seen like there used to be Texaco. Yeah, but but but, but they, they make it sound like, hey, if you come to your local Gulf gas station, it's going to be only a dollar ninety five. You know, they, they, that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but they only show like that very high octane. Oh, when they pour it into a glass or something? Well, whatever they show it, yeah. They only show that. On the, they, that was their excuse to Congress. I've never... I'm trying to think of gas. Like That was their excuse, though, to Congress in the 90s. We have to recoup the our... Av- truck. That's a That's an ad. <laughs> um, but. And, and if, it, if it was any kind of commercial for, for gas, it would be one of those... These guys work hard for them to do it, and this is what they do while he's hitting hammers and getting the oil in the middle of the ocean. And and these guys are, oh, there's fire. You know, that that's the kind of commercial you would see, those documentary-type commercials yeah. for oil. I've never seen ding, ding, and, hey, how you doing? Oh, and also another thing, there was, uh, they also did, one lab did an experiment. because Oh, there's extra ad. Isn't, there's zero difference in all three gas besides uh, higher octane, which oh, is yeah. only for certain cars that can actually damage most cars. <laughs> If you put higher octane in your car, well, it's, it, the the thing is, the octane the, the that number is the ping rating. Yes, but that's not a thing anymore. That was a thing. Like the last time that was actually a thing was prior to 1985. Because lead, yeah, well, lead too. But no, it wasn't. A th- it's not a thing. It doesn't affect your car at all. Like you can go ahead and put like if you have a like a the guy was pointing out like this high end Mustang he was pointing out. You can go ahead and put like regular eighty-seven. You might lose, like he said, you might lose like twenty horsepower. Yeah, no, I know. But that's it's it. a knock. It's not a ping. It's a knock rating. That, that's it. but no, it's the compression, the octane, the compression. Yeah, but it's all about the knock. Yeah, but like with my car, I'm supposed to get ninety-one, but nobody sells ninety-one, so mm. I got to get ninety-three. Yeah, they're not gonna get eighty-seven. I can do eighty-seven, but they say not to ride it. it. Well, it won't do anything. You, I'll, I get a knock. Oh. Like it, da, 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 da. I don't know, but that's your fact from the newer WRXs. They don't. Oh. I, I think they changed something. And oh. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was a new WRX. Oh, that's weird. But, but yeah. they they can do eighty seven now. But yeah, that it's is because of the turbo. The year and a random fact for me about gasoline going forward. Hopefully, sell you save you some money if you're buying that high octane. You don't need it. <laughs> yeah, there is. If, you, if your car requests eighty seven. There is no reason at all to go higher. Because a lot of people are like, oh, once in a while, I'll put like the higher octane to clean it out. It doesn't do shit. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That's why they looked at the yeah. additives. Yeah, There's no do anything. The additives are federally mandated to be all the same in all three gas leads. There's no difference. Yeah. They can't add more to other ones because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. But that's the year 2023. It's time for a calzone. 
<laughs> and think about 2024 because it's around the corner. Hopefully it's a better year. And obviously we have a lot to do this year. There's a lot going on. Hopefully we can make that schedule happen. Um, it's just a matter of time. We're just going to have to suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> What's sleep? <laughs> anyway. Till next year. For the latest and greatest in t- gaming and tech. Tech Prime Media. Yeah. See you next year.